You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. Guess what? I have a new training for you. It is my free overwhelm masterclass and cheat sheet. And when you leave a written review on iTunes on the Health Coach Nation podcast and you email info at HaleyRowe.com with the subject line podcast review and a screenshot of your review, I will email you the free Overwhelm Masterclass and Overwhelm Cheat Sheet. So I cannot wait to share it with you. And thank you so much for being a listener on this podcast, sharing your valuable time with me. And now let's get into the episode. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Health Coach Nation podcast. And if you're here with us live today on the live broadcast on my Facebook page, I want to welcome you as well. We have a very special guest today. Her name is Lorna Tanner. And I will let you, uh, Lorna, tell our audience about you. But before we jump into that, I just want to make two quick announcements. Number one is on March 24th, it's a Tuesday, from six. Uh, p.m. Central Time to 8 p.m. Central Time, I am going to be doing a Q&A coaching session for you guys with Dr. Judy Seeger, who's a naturopath and um, is a business consultant for naturopaths and practitioners. We're teaming up. We're doing a one-night only special Q&A. If you want to come to that, it's only early bird price is $97. That's it really a steal for two coaches for two hours of coaching. And um, if you are interested in that, you can comment me below in the live stream. If you miss it because you're hearing the podcast later, no worries. Um, you can always email info at HaleyRow.com if you want to get caught up in the loop about what's available. So and the replay. So um, anyways, I'm going the second announcement that I wanted to share is this podcast interview is being um, recorded on March 13th, Friday the 13th, y'all. And there is a lot going on in the world right now. A lot. People are freaking out about the coronavirus. Um, there's a lot of scary things going on, but there's all, and the market is going crazy and all these things. So this is the time where it's really important for us to be leaders, to be bold, to allow good energy in. And that is exactly why it's perfect for Lorna to be on the podcast today. She won the podcast guest contest that we did this uh, last year, actually. I think it was a few months ago. And um, it's so funny that this happens to fall on this day because there's nothing more perfect we can be talking about as entrepreneurs right now as protecting our energy and um, helping ourselves, you know, just keep going and, um, and that kind of thing. So we, we're talking manifesting tips, we're talking energy today, all the different things. We're talking uncertainty and what to do when you feel uncertain. So we'll get into all of it. But uh, Lorna, why don't you introduce yourself first and we'll go from there. Hey everyone, I'm Lorna Tanner and I am a spiritual coach and a Reiki master practitioner. 
Um, and I help awakening women to get in touch with their intuition, use intuitive tools to really manifest and create a lifestyle of health and abundance. Um, so I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. <laughs> yes, I love it. Health and abundance. So tell us a little bit, uh, Lorna, because as as business owners, a lot of coaches listen to this show. They struggle with, um, first of all, they're just starting out a lot of times. So they have a lot of ups and downs. And so it can be hard, especially if you're a coach and you're an empath too, and you're working with um, clients or you're having calls with people you feel a real connection with, and maybe you aren't seeing the results you want to see, et cetera, in your business. It's challenging sometimes to, to, not let that get to your head and get to your energy. So what would be some tips um, that you would have for somebody who wants to have a little better management of their energy and manifest good things? Mm -hmm. So I really think it's just the most important thing to have a spiritual practice so that you're coming back to your center every day, no matter what's going on around you, what you're experiencing, hearing in the news, that you're coming back to your place of trust and knowing that everything is working out exactly how it's supposed to, that we signed up for this before we came here, that we are put here right now for a reason to heal the planet. And I just think it's so important to be checking in with yourself every day. Um, and you can use tools like um, tarot cards and oracle cards. Um, meditation, tapping, like all of these tools are so important so that you're coming back to that place of peace, calm, where you feel safe, like this is your home, your home is inside of you. So um, yeah, I, I just think it's so important mm -hmm. to keep coming back to you. Yeah. So what are some ways, I know you said a little bit, like a few examples of what a spiritual practice might be. Um, but let's say somebody's really new to that. They don't know, they don't, they can never get themselves to meditate, for example. Um, mm -hmm. They don't know the whole cards, tarot cards and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest as like a starting point? Yeah, so um, I mean, I would just dive in. Like I, I personally, I didn't like meditating at first. It was really uncomfortable for me when I would sit. I felt like my mind was racing a million miles an hour and I felt like I couldn't um, get to that place of like peace and like calm. But, um, you know, with practice, everything comes, right? So it's really just starting. So whatever you can do each day, whether it's like five minutes of meditation, just um, you can use apps, you can use, you know, YouTube video, like whatever you're comfortable with. Like, I just think it's so important to just start, you know, and I feel like it's the same thing in business. Like, you're never going to feel ready. Like, you just got to sort of leap in and, and do what you can um, in the moment and you'll learn and you'll, you will come to that place where you feel peaceful and um, that your mind is able to quiet. Um, so I think it's just really important to um, just, just listen to what feels good. Have you seen someone use a deck of cards that you thought was really cool? Like maybe you should just like get it and see if you like using it. Like, don't 
overthink it, I guess it would be my message for people, especially with spirituality, because your guides are leading you, you're being brought exactly to the things that you need. And something's coming across your feed on Facebook or whatever. And you're like, Oh, that's really cool. Like, that's a message, right? That's like, okay, like, maybe this is something that can help me. Um, so yeah, so I think just really um, tuning in, um, paying attention when things come across your way that look really interesting to you, um, and just jumping in because uh, everybody starts somewhere. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's really good advice because it's just like with anything. If if we have health coaches listening and their clients want to start eating healthier, you don't tell them to just you know take out all the processed foods in their diet in one day and just start eating all healthy, right? It's it's a process. And so it's the same thing with your spiritual practice. And um, I think what we're talking about here is doing anything that makes you feel grounded, connected with a bigger, something outside of you that's bigger, um, and being able to be somebody who can have gratitude and see things as, you know, the best is yet. I two Two mantras I really like. Uh, which can, you know, obviously in different times they can waver, but the best is yet to come and everything is always working out for me. I love those two. And they both come from Abraham Hicks, who I really love. And I think she's one of my first uh, spiritual teachers who I was just like, wow, I really, I, she just makes me feel grounded. <laughs> and um, And so I think that your tips to just start small and not be so like have rules about what your spiritual practice has to look like is really good advice. Because for me too, with the meditating, I did a um, transcendental meditation training, I think two years ago in March. And I did it for a while. But I found like, when the purpose of it is to clear your mind and make you feel more energized and feel good, right. And I found that um, when I would lay down, they say, don't lay down. Like that's one of the rules they say, don't do it. You'll like fall asleep or whatever. I found the opposite. When I was sitting up, I was really uncomfortable <laughs> laying down. I did not fall asleep, but I felt better after. And same thing with, I don't really meditate anymore. Like in the transcendental format, I'm very much like music meditation. Like I like to have, um, music and just like sit and listen to it and, whatever. So I think everybody has their style and you have to find what works for you. And you can't keep saying, oh, there's a wrong way to do it, or it's not good enough. Just think about how do you feel afterwards. So um, tell us a little bit about when people say, okay, I, I want to go back to the intuition thing, because you were saying that you help people with intuitive guidance. I have a opinion on this. And I'm, I'm going to be interested in hearing your thoughts. I think we do have an inner guide and we do have intuition that guides us and steers us clear from things maybe that we're not meant to be for and, and things like that. However, I think sometimes we mistake anything that we're afraid of that could grow us and that could um, that might be have struggle involved or discomfort involved. To me, I think you should follow things that make you a little bit scared a little bit, uh, like this could be a growth opportunity. This is outside of my comfort zone. It's new to me and not run away from it. But I think sometimes people say, well, it's my intuition. They're telling me not to get uncomfortable. They're telling me to stay in my, and so I think we can't confuse fear 
and and say our intuition is guiding us not to do something scary to keep ourselves safe and because we're never going to grow and and evolve right so tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that and um and intuition and how do we tell so this is a really interesting question and this is something that i actually learned a lot from my tarot teacher lindsay mack about um and she says that there's intuition and then there's brain and your brain chemistry can be so intense like as we know with what's happening right now it can be just like paranoia and fear and oh my god like what's going on so um, I think that this is where having, um, you know, a teacher, a coach, someone to help you to navigate that helps, especially in the beginning when you're sort of figuring out is this brain or is this intuition, it can be super helpful to have someone else who is objective to help you sort through your feelings about whatever it is that you're trying to do um, to sort of get to the root. Like, is there something in my past that happened that's really blocking me or making me feel like this is a dangerous thing or like I can't do this? Um, so, you know, like even this is my first podcast and my brain was like, oh my God, don't do it. It's so scary. And like, but it's not. And I'm, you know, and so listening to my guides who were saying, no, like this is aligned, like you have to do this. We need you to get these messages out because people need help right now. Like it's really important. And what you were saying about this being on this date, like, you know, that's not by coincidence. Like this, this was set off this way. And I fully believe that. And so, um, you know, you, you learn like which one's which when you're really flexing that intuitive muscle. So intuition is like a muscle, you have to build it. It's like going to the gym, like when you work it out enough, like you can feel the difference, right? So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's something where it, you're just, you nailed it, where you said brain and, and intuition. Our brains, example, not we could argue that nothing's really safe in our nothing having a job is no less is not safer necessarily than running a business usually right because you could get let go are there different there's differences between the two sure one might feel more safe because most people go the route of of having a job rather than running their own business and you could argue that you know you're, there's less responsibility on you and things like that but at the end of the day, like, our, if your brain saying don't start a business or don't go for that side hustle or don't um, do that podcast interview or that thing that's going to help you get your message out to the world, right? Um, it, it's a matter of trusting, out, tr letting your brain simmer down <laughs> and listening to your guides, as you said. But how do we get, so we get our brains to simmer down with the meditation potentially, right? Is there anything else you suggest to be able to tap into, like get outside of ourselves and our brains, making up stories and, and telling us not to do things that we should technically might want to do for our growth? Um, any other tips around that? Yeah, so we need to find our flow. So whatever brings us into a flow state, right? So for some people, I used to be a hula hoop dancer, and that was a way that I got into my flow. 
I would turn off my brain and I would just flow with my hoop. Um, other people do it through art, other people do it through music, you know, dancing, yoga, like whatever it is that sort of like grounds you in your body, but allows you to be taking in messages without so much brain activity, right? So like you're busy doing something, you're in the flow, so your brain can't sort of attack in the way that it might try otherwise. Yeah, really good tips. And I find that with singing, and I also find sometimes it's not about doing something, it's not about dancing or doing yoga or meditating, sometimes it's about actually protecting your energy from external distractions or things that make you feel out of flow, toxic relationships, um, you know, whatever. So just a, an example, like the last couple of days with everything going on, of course, I think we've all been glued to our phones and checking the news every two seconds and what's going on, right? And, um, and maybe not every all the time, but like, it's definitely more prominent in your life right now, right? And I find like, man, it's, it's it, like, it was draining me. Like, I'm just like, I, I couldn't even like, I was trying to work out and I was like, I'm just, my body's, I'm just like tired for the world right now. <laughs> I don't know, like what's going on. And, um, and so today example, I'm setting boundaries. I am not going to look at the moves every two seconds. I'll look at it. I'm not going to, you know, not pay attention to it, but I'm like, you know what, this is, this could go on for months and it's stupid for me to be like not setting any boundaries and being like a martyr to the news, right? So how do you protect your energy from like toxic things or toxic people when that might feel hard sometimes? Yeah, so this is something that I definitely work with people on um, and it's just literally what you're saying, detoxify. like. What is it like that's in your field right now that's taking you out of that state of flow? So if you're scrolling too much on Facebook, do you need to just like detox from that for a day? Like everything's gonna be there tomorrow. Like you can go back to it if you feel like you need to, but do you need to just take a day to go within, to listen, to binge watch your favorite Netflix show? Like, what do you need to do to sort of bring yourself back to that state of like, okay, this is not like catastrophic, like, right, like it's bad, but like, of course, like bad things happen sometimes and like we just need to sort of stay in our center with it. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's just important to remove the things that are not serving us. And it takes a while. Like when I got sick first with Lyme disease, like it took me a really long time to get everything out of my life that had been hurting me that I didn't even know, like friends and like um, foods and uh, like all different kinds of things that were really draining my energy um setting me back and really lowering my vibration that i really didn't even know we're doing that so i think it's like sort of stepping back so that you can have an awareness and like when you go back to that thing like does it make you feel good if it's not making you feel good then stop because like our whole point here on earth is to feel love feel joy feel abundant feel healthy like so how can we get to that um, and, you know, just letting go of the things that are 
blocking us from that, that are stopping us from, from achieving that. Um, and it's easier said than done, like definitely. So that's why you have coaches, right? <laughs> yeah. To help you with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think something is about the news, like the news is, if we think about it, it's, this is not, this is nothing new. The news is meant to startle people. It's not meant to inform people usually. That's not the purpose of the news. And uh, so one thing I always say is look for evidence of what you want to see too. Meaning I just went to, and this is a great page, you guys. If you look up um, Holistic Urgent Care on Facebook, they're putting out, did you see it? They're putting out facts and it's very interesting. And it's like, wow, first of all, South Korea, I just want to say South Korea. South Korea, good job. <laughs> you go. Um, but second of all, um, it, it's just, just like with manifesting, bringing it back to energy and all that, you can choose to focus only on everything that's wrong and why you have problems. And just like when you have Lyme disease, you could have used that as a, you know, forever, I'm just going to feel sorry for myself because that's tough. And that's going to be the way it is. And now I can't do all these things and blah, blah, blah. Or you could have done what you did. You turned it into an opportunity. Now you help others with with their health and their energy and their healing. And you, you learned the new things that you had to adapt to. So the good news is humans are very adaptable. And when we choose to look for what we want to build evidence for, what we want to see, um, and and evidence that things are good, things are possible. It just is such a better way to to choose how to spend your focus. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. So, um, and and let's kind of go back a little bit because you had a big story. I mean, you you got diagnosed with with Lyme's disease, so. After something like that happens, how do you cope from that? Or how, how are you, um, you know, what were your initial steps to work through that? Yeah, so I mean, I'll be completely honest. Like I have been um, in the healing field for a really long time now. And I was a Reiki practitioner before I got sick. And just very aware of the universe and things like that. And I honestly don't know if I ever would have gotten diagnosed had I not already been using all of these tools. So that's why I think it's really important for me to be sharing them with other people because they actually led me to a doctor who would diagnose me when my doctor was telling me, you don't have Lyme, you're totally fine, go to therapy, like you have anxiety, and by the time I got help, I was unable to work. I was like basically on my deathbed for like a year, like couldn't do anything. And um, if I hadn't had these tools like integrated already into my toolkit, as well as my training as a social worker. So, you know, I had lots and lots of tools um, available to me um, that they've been everything like my spiritual practice has been what has anchored me and um, helped me get well. I mean, I couldn't even tell you, like my face was completely sunken in, like I, I looked like I wasn't living anymore. Um, and it was really scary, you know, for my family and people around me. Um, 
but I just kept coming back to that center. Like, I know who I am. I know I can beat this. Like, this is not outside of like reality as far as like a journey to get well. And um, I'm going to listen to my intuition. I'm going to learn new intuitive tools. So I spent like a lot of time learning astrology and used the astrology and the moon cycles um, to plan treatments and to make sure that I was flowing with the energy rather than sort of pushing against it. So like I wouldn't start a new treatment during Mercury retrograde, for example, like it's really um, using every tool that you have available to you. And um, that's really what got me through that first bit because it was really hard. I mean, anybody that has Lyme would tell you that it's like one of the scariest diseases to have. And it's also mocked and uh, treated like it's not a real thing. And um, there's all kinds of corruption uh, in the government around it. And um, it's not covered by health insurance most of the time. So um, you know, and I'm talking chronic Lyme, so it's not like, okay, I went into the woods and got bit by a tick and then immediately found it. Like, I'm talking like, I live in Massachusetts where it's endemic. Like, I meet so many people all the time that have it. I run a support group here for it. Um, and I'm talking more like once you've had it for a certain amount of time and it becomes a chronic illness, it's very, very hard to heal yourself. Um, so mm -hmm. it's important to have like all those tools like to help you. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk a little bit about those tools and using mm -hmm. them for manifesting, learning more about them. I honestly don't know that much about the moon cycles and the, <laughs> maybe I should. Uh, and what were some of the other astrology? So what are some tips for beginners? What can we start to learn? And what do we need to take away from this to be uh, working with our natural, our nature. So astrology basically is like the study of how the alignment of the planets affects us here on earth in our human lives. Um, so it, you know, the most important tool that we have in astrology is our birth chart. And once you have your birth chart and you start to understand um, the transits, like where the planets are moving and um, how to sort of move with them rather than against them, it just can be really, really helpful in your business, whatever journey you're on. Um, for me, it was health too, like to just know like, when is it appropriate to be launching something? Like where this month should I be placing my focus based on which sign the full moon is in, which sign the new moon is in? So sort of understanding all of these pieces can really just be super helpful um, when you're planning things. Um, so I would say a lot of us know about Mercury retrograde at this point, even if it's just a little bit, we sort of have a sense um, that things slow down, that communication breaks down and just sort of things go a little bit haywire uh, for a few weeks, um, you know, every few months. And um, it's just important to know about these types of transits so that it's like you're not necessarily planning a launch right when Mercury is like stationing retrograde because that 
could be, you know, awesome depending on your chart, but it could also be, um, you know, a hindrance um, and not really help you flow with the energy. So, mm-hmm. um, so I would just say, like, as far as like manifesting with the moon cycles, um, like the new moon, you want to be setting your intentions. So, um, you know, and it's really important as Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks says, you want to be writing things down. So when you're setting your intentions, you want to write them down because you want to be coming back to them, making sure that you're hitting each point as you go through the cycle. Um, so I, that's how I would use the new moon time always is to be setting those intentions. And then for the first quarter moon, um, that's really a time when you are taking those intentions and you are putting them into practice. You're researching, you're figuring out like, how am I gonna do this thing that I told myself that I'm gonna do? Um, And then the full moon is usually when you start to see these things come to fruition. So you're seeing the evidence like, okay, this thing is happening, like things are moving. Um, And you're really like sort of congratulating yourself like, okay, like I did this thing that I wanted to do. Um, and then like the third quarter moon would usually be like a wrap up period. It's like really a good time to do a lot of self care because you might be sort of scrambling to get things done before the next cycle, which would be when the new moon comes again. Um, and so the best way to be working with these is to know where in your chart, which house they are occurring in so that you can really be working with the energies uh, on a very personal level. Um, so I'll, I'll give an example. So we just had a full moon in Virgo. So Virgo is my sixth house. And I actually had a very important- Okay, whoa, girl, sixth house. What? Yeah, what so I'll mean? tell you. So I this, don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah, so when you're looking at your chart, it's divided into 12 little slices. And each slice is a house. And so I'm just going to say from my experience with the Virgo moon, it landed in my sixth house. And this, you know, I help people look at their charts. I do chart readings with people to help you really get like a good foundation of this so you can track it on your own. Um, But that would be related to health and wellness, which is the Virgo energy anyway so like lots of doctors or virgos virgo risings like um wellness practitioners have a lot of planets in virgo a lot of the time so um i had a very important treatment in my course of um getting well from lyme on the virgo full moon so it just happened to fall on that day so you could see like how like that was a big you know, manifestation, like in my treatment for Lyme. And I've actually been feeling a lot better since, since Monday. So um, yeah, so like, it just sort of helps to know like where the energy is, you know, Um, and knowing your chart and knowing how to work with it, I think is really, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen people so uh, I'm a Libra. And I don't know if that makes any and gives any info. Um, But have you seen because this is something that is super specific. And as you were talking, I saw somebody hop on the live and hop off. It's a it's a topic that either polarizes people because they're like, Oh, yeah, whatever. And then it's also a topic that really draws people in because they're like, Oh, this feels like true to me. So have you seen in your experience that the placebo effect plays a role like if you have you ever worked with somebody who's like 
well, I guess you wouldn't work with them because they probably wouldn't <laughs> sign up for coaching. But like, have you seen anybody say it's not going to work for me or whatever and kind of dismiss it? Or uh, how do you, like, because I guess that's my question because I feel like a lot of people aren't even open to learning this stuff, which I, you know, I, younger, in my younger years, I never paid attention to this kind of stuff. But as I get older, I think I start to find it very interesting. Um, so how does somebody like go about that? I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? I don't even have a question. Spirit right now is telling me just be playful with it. Like it doesn't have to be so serious. You know what I mean? And like, if you're not resonating with it, then throw it out. Like whatever. It's not for you. Like that's totally fine. But for the people that it is resonating with, it's really cool to sort of start learning and seeing where these things are manifesting right on time. Like, and you can see it with your chart. So, you know, and the fact is, is that the planets are moving and creating these energies, whether you believe in them or not. So you can sort of, you know, put your head in the sand and forget about it. And that's totally fine. Like, you know, and some people are, you know, would prefer that. Um, for me, I like to have as many tools in my toolkit as humanly possible. And yeah. so I think it's really important to just sort of keep an open mind and be playful with it. Yeah, love that answer. And I think, why not have as many tools in your toolbox as possible? That's such a great message. I love that. And um, when it comes to, so our signs, okay, so step, let's say somebody listening here is like, all right, I want to look into this. Um, where did this whole chart thing? I don't, I, I wouldn't know where to start. Do I Google it? <laughs> do I, do you have a lead magnet? Um, what do we do? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I do give readings, so that can be a really helpful place to start. Um, just to have someone first show you where everything is in your chart, but there's so much information available online too. So you can go to astro.com and make your birth chart. So you'll need your time of birth, your place of birth, and obviously your date of birth. Um, so you'll plug those things in and then your chart will come up. Um, and you'll be able to find your um, rising sign. So that's really important, which is the sign that will be all the way on the left. Um, and you'll see that um, and all of your houses will be placed based on that rising sign. And then, so what I'll also say is that your sun sign is like barely dipping a toe in the water. So like, your sun sign is super important. It really is the core of who you are and it's like your soul's energy. But when you um, start to dig into like your rising sign, like that's how other people see you. Like that's like your first impression. That's the cover of your book. And say your moon sign, your moon sign is also really important. And that's your intuitive journey here. That's your psychology and your emotional life, your internal world. Um, and so all these energies, people, when you start to like dig in, you realize like how much you really do sort of line up with those, like whether or not you knew about them before, you're like, wow, like I say, for example, I'm an Aries rising Aries moon and I'm very fiery. Like I know, like my emotions like have always been like very intense and very like I can be a little ahead of myself sometimes. And so my lesson here really is to like cool it down and so my husband is a double water sign and he is that cooling that i need to be able to just like 
it's okay. Like, don't freak out. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And we could even use this for like partnerships in business. Like who would be a good partner for me? I think, um, and finding a coach for you too. Like I've worked with different coaches and sometimes I'm like, oh, they just think differently than me. They just, and it's so refreshing. It's like, I did not see that at all. <laughs> um, so I think that's really a cool thing. Um, what would you, so, okay, so there's their- Oh, and then your, your business has a birth chart too. So that what? can be, re yeah. So like the day, like, you know, you would make the chart based on like when you started your business, when you landed your first client, like whatever feels right as far as like a time and a date. Like you would plug those things in the same way you do for your birth chart. You can actually see the chart of your business. You can see the purpose of your business, how you line up with it. So like for, for me, my business was started like very close to my birthday. So my business and I share very similar charts, which is interesting because my business is me, right? And it's very much about like who I am like internally and like everything sort of about me. Um, and how I help people and bring that out into the world. Um, so I would say like definitely like you can play around with it and like there's so many interesting things you can you can look up um, based on these charts. You can look at like the chart for specific events, like what was happening like on a specific day that something really momentous happened in your life. Um, so yeah. Wow, really cool. Okay, so we start with astro.com and we also start with a reading with Lorna. And um, where can they find and sign up for that free reading? Yep, so um, you can sign up for a reading at www.shimmeringmoonwellness.com. So my business is Shimmering Moon Wellness. And, um, you know, if you're looking for coaching, like on more of a long term basis, we can definitely do a free call, like a reading is very in depth. So um, that's definitely like something that you would um, invest in. And, yeah. um, you know, I would take the time before we meet to really dive very deeply into your chart to listen to my guides to listen to my intuition. And then we'll come on on a live call and we'll really talk it through. We'll talk about what's happening this upcoming year for you based on the transits where the planets are moving this year. And I can tell you it's very intense for a lot of people this year. Like, as you can see, we're going through a super intense restructuring right now. We're being shown where there are cracks in our society that things are falling through. And so that's also happening in our personal lives. So you can really see it on a macro level as well as a micro level, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a really cool thing to do, you know, even just once to just have someone sort of go through your chart with you and um, to get a better idea of like who you are and like what your purpose is here, what your mission is here. Really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry I got that mixed up. They can connect with you to get a, a reading. Um, okay, cool. So they will check you out shimmeringmoonwellness.com, right? And on Instagram, you're shimmeringmoonwellness, right? Okay, is there anything else you want to say that you've been guided to share with the world right now, right here? Yeah, so I would say like I didn't sleep much last night because spirit was giving me like download upon download and it was all for you guys. So 
I want to just talk a little bit about what is going on right now um, from a spiritual perspective. And basically what's happening is that, like I was saying, it's a restructuring. It's also we're coming back into balance and it doesn't feel like that right now. But the way that we've been living right now, we are headed on a crash course to disaster. The way that we are treating the earth, the way that we are treating ourselves, our communities, the people around us, um, the way the politicians are taking advantage of people. And it just is like, it really is a crash course for a disaster. So right now the earth is trying to rebalance itself. And to do that, it needs to show us where these cracks are, what is this um, toxicity, right? So we need to know where the problems are so that we can really put our attention and fix them. But we also have to have the motivation to fix them. And when we have something so disastrous and so painful and just horrendous, like I am feeling so much for all the people that are suffering right now, it just, it brings people to a point where action is the only thing that you can do. You can't just sit back. Like this, this will affect us all if we don't take action, you know? And so seeing people say things like, oh, whatever, if I get sick, I get sick. No, like we need to be listening right now, like deeply, like what's the right thing to do? Because people like me that are immunocompromised, if we get sick, it could mean death. And so, you know, it may, you may be, feel fine. You may get better right away, but someone like me or an older person, a vulnerable person, a person living without a home, a person, you know, someone who is, has less than us, is more vulnerable than us, will be more at risk. Um, people that don't have health insurance, things like that. So this is showing us like, where are we going wrong here? Like, what are we doing? And is this really like the path that we need to be on? And the earth is showing us, no, it's not. Like we can't continue this way. So I just wanna let you guys know, like things are gonna balance back out. Like they always do. Like we may go really far to one side, but the pendulum always swings back. So just, see the bigger picture as much as you can and breathe. And like I was saying before, like come back to your center, like call on your guides, like ask for protection, ask for guidance so that you know the right things to do, but just keep coming back to your center because that's where you can make the most aligned choices from and be compassionate, you know, call your neighbor or call that elderly person that lives across the hall, you know, whatever it is, like, call people that you think might need help. Can you just like drop off like some toilet paper for someone? Like what can you do right now? You've stocked up, you've done everything that you can to protect yourself and your family. Now it's time to help the other people, you know, now it's time to really give back. And I know there are some great, um, you know, charitable organizations that are accepting donations. Like, Whatever you can do, I know it's hard. I know we're scared. We're afraid of our financial situations, looking at the stock market and everything. Things will come back. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, you know, and Spirit just wants you to know, like, um, that this needed to happen because we, we need to have a society that takes care of 
everyone, um, including the earth and the animals. And um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I love the um, the pendulum example, and you know, it, it that's a a nice way I think to close out the episode. And everybody can connect with Lorna um, online. And thank you so much for being a guest here today and sharing a topic we've never covered before on the Health Coach Nation podcast. And uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sending you guys all so much love, light, and protection. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to get your free gift over at HaleyRow.com by joining my email list. And remember, you can always connect with me and other health coaches in the Health Coach Nation free Facebook group where I post trainings and videos on how to take your health coaching business to the next level. Can't wait to connect with you. Have an awesome day.